friends, I'm Jill Rohrbaugh, and you're listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you're looking to live life with a peace that surpasses all understanding as you navigate motherhood and marriage, all while growing your faith in every area, then this is the podcast for you. Listen in. Imagine this. You wake up, groggily walk to the chair next to your bed, and slip on your robe. Rubbing your eyes, you tiptoe barefooted through the quiet house to the back door, stepping out into the earliest light to feel the morning air on your cheeks. Might be a good day for a light coat for the kids, you think. The air is cool and just a little damp. You take a breath and head inside. A kiddo will come barreling down the steps at any minute, so you quietly make a hot cup of coffee and sit down to savor at least a minute or two alone. You pick up your grandmother's Bible, tattered and worn with age, use, and love. Along the margins, your grandmother left notes in her sprawling cursive handwriting, barely legible but still clear as day. You flip to the spot where you left off and start to read. It's not long before two of three kids are awake and the book is put away again. After school, you turn on some music to set the tone. The mood is relaxed and happy. You lightly draw letters for your preschooler to trace on a few pieces of scrap paper. His chubby fingers grip the blue crayon carefully and completely incorrectly. You smile and let him try his best for the last 30 seconds of his attention span. He draws something that somewhat resembles a T, and then you proudly hang it on the fridge. At bedtime, your kids are rowdy. What else is new? To settle everyone down, you choose a story to read together. They select five little pumpkins for the 400th time, even though it's long past Halloween, and you recite each page by heart, not even looking at the words. They're so proud to be able to narrate the book along with you. Practice makes perfect, you suppose. A friend comes over a little while later, and over tea that you brewed and thoughtfully garnished with lemons and honey, you chat about life and motherhood and marriage and work. Afterward, you delicately wash the teacups, dry them with a towel and put them away. You change into your pajamas, wash your face, and apply a dab of hand cream. After turning a few pages in the book you're reading, you reach over to turn off the bedside lamp, close your eyes, and drift off to sleep. Oh, what we miss when we let technology do life for us. This was an excerpt from the book called When Less Becomes More by Emily Lay. I'll never forget reading that passage and the way it made me feel. I wonder if hearing it made you feel the same. She never once picked up her phone. She had heart-to-heart conversations with friends, enjoyed her kids, sat down and read her Bible. She didn't have her phone sitting at her bedside at night. She read a few pages from her book before she drifted off to sleep. I just thought, oh, what a life that would be when I read it. I'm not saying that social media or technology is bad. I'm just wondering if life without it could be better. And that is why I'm quitting social media. 
Lately, the verse 1 Thessalonians 4.11 has been on repeat in my thoughts and in my heart. And that verse is, make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands. I think that verse is so applicable here because living a quiet life, minding your own business, working with your hands, sometimes goes out the wayside when our phones are so readily available to see and be seen. So I have decided that I want to stop looking into the faces of strangers that aren't looking back at me. And I really want to start looking more at the faces that are asking me to see them. I called this podcast Growing in Goodness because once I started gardening, I thought about how much life is like a garden and so many Bible um, principles are grounded in what seems to be a garden. He talks about abiding in him, you know, we're the, you know, he's the vine and we're the branches and, and he just refers to a garden in so many ways. And now I understand why. But life is like a garden, and when we tend to our garden, our so-called garden, things grow. And sometimes things need to be uprooted so that better things can grow in its place. And that is why I'm quitting social media. The Lord also tells us to crush our idols. Idols are anything that we turn to to satisfy our cravings that aren't God. We are saying, God, you're not sufficient. God, you are not enough. These things are actually things that hinder us from going to God. And that is why he so often says how important it is that we get rid of them. You know, I have found myself going to social social media at times for everything. If I'm stressed, social media. If I'm overwhelmed, social media. If I'm bored, social media. If I'm lonely, social media. And if I'm in a bad situation, sometimes I even find myself thinking, what would so-and-so do? I mean, instead of asking God what he wants me to do, that makes me cringe as a Christian I want to live my life for God. I want to live my life the way that God wants me to live it. But my phone changes me. Bottom line is, I feel like the Lord has been calling me away for a while now. I would take little breaks here and little breaks there thinking it was going to be enough. Thinking that I was being obedient because I knew God was nudging me to get off. I wasn't sure for how long. I wasn't sure, you know, um, if it was a forever thing. So I would get back on. And then as soon as I would get back on, I would find myself in the same pattern. And then again, being nudged to get off. So now I just really feel like he's saying, Jill, put it down. Let me be the place you run to. Let me be the place you run to to find your hope. Let me be the place you run to for wisdom. Let me be the place you run to for satisfaction. Because the only way that I'm going to become that place is if you crush 
your idols and your phone is your idol. So with that being said, I do want to let you know that you can still find me here on the podcast. I will be here. I will be putting out episodes all throughout the summer. And also I will be um, on JillRoball.com. So if you love to see my family in pictures, I will be doing things here and there sometimes. And of course, you are always welcome to contact me for advice or prayer or anything that you may need. Um, But I want to pray with you today because I'm sure there's someone out there listening right now that has been feeling the same nudge that just needed to hear someone affirm that this is from God. They're hearing from God. This is the Holy Spirit that they're hearing from. And I want to encourage you to do the same and go to God for everything to be your everything. Dear Lord, we want you to be our everything. We want anything that is keeping us from you to be removed from our lives. We ask that you crush our idols. We can't do it on our own. We need your strength, the strength of the Holy Spirit who conquered sin and death to take this away from us, Lord. We ask that you be the place that we run to for love, for joy, for hope, for peace, for patience, for comfort, for satisfaction. Let us run to you. Encourage our hearts daily. Help us to repent and turn away from anything that keeps us from you, Lord God. We just love you so much and we put you as king on the throne of our hearts today. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to share it with others so that others can grow in goodness. And it would be just such an honor if you would review this podcast um, to help others find us here. And it is such a joy to grow in goodness alongside other women, mothers, and wives in this journey of our faith. And I hope you have the best week and I'll see you here next time on Growing in Goodness. Thank you.